Welcome to The Word at Westminster, a podcast with talks, studies, interviews, sermons, and more from Westminster Church in Barrie, Canada. It's about learning and living God's Word. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this special episode of the podcast. On October 22nd, 2023, we welcomed Teen Challenge Canada. They offer help and hope to those struggling with alcoholism and or addiction to other drugs. As a part of their work, they operate 12-month in-residence alcohol and drug addiction rehabilitation programs for adults 18+, with centers located in Alberta, Atlantic Canada, Saskatchewan, and here in Ontario. As a part of their visit with us, three women offered testimonies. They told their stories, talked about how Teen Challenge helped them, and about the goodness, grace, and power of God at work in their lives. This podcast shares the audio recording of those testimonies. The online home base for this podcast on our website includes links to Teen Challenge Canada, which is teenchallenge.ca, and also includes some information about how to support their important work. You can find out how to get help. You can learn about support for family members or friends, and you can get links to donate money. If you're in a position to do so, it would really help. Sometimes we wonder how to help in a situation like this. Well, this is one of the ways you can do so in a practical way. Now, before we hear the testimonies, I just want to let you know that the women share experiences that have been very personal and difficult for them. If by chance you are a younger person listening to this, you should pause and only continue listening with a parent or guardian. There are mature themes that you might want to discuss with an adult. There are three speakers in total, and the third is Trisha, who has not only gone through the program, but is currently working for Teen Challenge. Friends, let's listen in. Good morning, church. Psalm 91, 14 to 16 says, Because she loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue her, I will protect her, for she acknowledges my name. She will call on me, and I will answer her. I will be with her in trouble, I will deliver her and honor her. With long life, I will satisfy her and show her my salvation. My name is Melissa, and I want to thank you for giving me the time to share with you how our faithful God has forever changed our li- my life. God has been a part of my life since I can remember, as I grew up Catholic. As a child, I never felt a lack of love from my family, even though my parents divorced when I was four and a half years old. I'm very grateful to have such loving step-parents who treat me as their own. I am the second oldest of a blended family of five siblings. Family has always been such an important and valuable part of my life. Although the love was always there, I believe that the enemy saw me as vulnerable at such a young age and started planting the lies of feeling rejected, abandoned, and unworthy of love. As a result of those lies, I felt and believed my relationships relationships throughout high school, college, and adulthood were very unhealthy and abusive. Today I am blessed as a single mom of a 12-year-old son and a 13-year-old daughter. My relationship with their father was great at first. We fell in love pretty quick, had children, and got married. Our relationship started with a lot of drinking, which continued throughout the years and ended up being very toxic and detrimental to our marriage. In an attempt to save our family, I entered my first treatment program in 2015. However, I received no support from my husband upon my return. The lack of encouragement led to relapse and eventually separation. For the next couple of years, I functioned as an alcoholic, attempting to fulfill all of my children's needs. For the next couple of years, oh, sorry, as I watched my family, as my family watched my addiction escalate, my parents mentioned a treatment center that had a faith-based approach, which was Teen Challenge. I quickly said yes and entered the program in April of 2017. 
While there, the healing process began and my love for God grew. Looking back at my year in teen challenge, I now realized that I had not surrendered my will over to God and I was more focused on friendships instead of finding freedom from the stronghold of addiction. After graduation and being away for a year, my children and I resided with my parents. I felt the need to go into full-time mom role and began feeling completely overwhelmed. Unfortunately, within a month of being home, I returned to what was familiar and fell into the darkness of alcohol once again. For the next five years, I attended four more treatment centers. Drinking was a regular part of my life, but any time I was able to stay sober for a good period of time, my parents allowed me to see my kids. I was severely hurting my children by giving them hope and taking it away many, many times. My mom and stepdad ended up getting custody of my kids, and that broke my heart, yet I was still drinking. My family had no idea what to do with me anymore. They eventually realized that they had to stop enabling. I was no longer welcome to visit my children. Only a video call or a phone call was justified when my mom spoke with me first to make sure I was of sound mind. My life became utter hell, and I was in and out of detox and shelters. I caused so much fear in my family to the point where they were discussing when they were going to get the call that their daughter or sister has died. My addiction got so deep that it led me to behaviors that I would never see coming. Thankfully though, oh, so thankfully, even though I turned my back on God, he never left my side and was waiting for me. It was in April of this year while I was in detox, filled with the same fear of my family that if I kept drinking, I would die. I cried out to the Lord and he heard my cry. I said, God, I can't do this anymore. Please help me. I need long-term treatment and I need it now. Immediately, I heard, Teen Challenge, my daughter. We have a lot of catching up to do. I replied, yes, God, I hear you, I hear you loud and clear and I miss you. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Psalm 107, 13. Within minutes, I was on the phone with the intake department. This was my first step of obedience to God, and by God's grace, I walked through the doors of TC once again on May 9, 2013. Since entering, the, since entering the program, I have found so much healing and freedom as I came in with an open heart for Jesus. I have learned that blessings follow obedience, and although it is challenging times, although, yeah, in challenging times, I open the word and read Jeremiah 42, 6 as a reminder. Whether it pleases us or not, we will obey the Lord our God. All will go well with us if we obey him. By being obedient to God, he is restoring my relationships with my children and family. My parents are allowing me to live with them and my kids when I graduate. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. My heart does not stop smiling. My daughter wants to share her life with me. She can't wait for my phone calls to talk. She's beginning to trust me again. It is God's grace. My son looks forward to come and see me, and he counts down the days until my passes. Again, God's grace. They were so angry and hurt, but because of my obedience and trusting in God, we are getting back the years that the locust stole from us. God is transforming my past through my experience here with my sisters and staff. He is enabling me to see the beautiful, beautiful creation he has made me to be. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. I have experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, and all I can say is, wow, please keep filling me up. My heart is open to receive everything he has to offer me, even his tests and trials, because I know his plans are good for me, as it tells me so in Jeremiah 29.11. My God's words do not lie. I have surrendered my will over to God. 
because he must become greater and I must become less. John 3.30. I have a new best friend and his name is Jesus and I will stand firm in our relationship. I was powerless to the stronghold of addiction that the enemy has had on me for years, but it is now lifting because I put my trust in God and I believe that he is the only one that can set me free. Now as I continue to seek the things of Christ, I am doing my best to live with integrity and honesty. And through the power of Jesus, I am a fighter, a survivor, a woman of strength, and most importantly, the daughter of the one true king. Thank you. Jeremiah 17, 14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. We may face many hard moments in our life, but God can use these moments to help us find our strength within him and make us who we are today. Hi, my name is Crystal, and I'm the youngest of six children. My mom was a very loving and great provider. If you would ask me, I would tell you I had the best mom ever. When my mom was pregnant with me, she was diagnosed with cancer and had to have many needles to make sure the cancer would not reach me. It was a very dangerous pregnancy, and the doctors advised her to terminate for her own safety. But she went against their advice and had me. Most of my younger years were great, even though my father was not in my life. He wanted my mom to have an abortion, and when she would not, he left her. When I was about nine years old, some men took advantage of me and took away my innocence. This caused me to have feelings of immense fear and shame. I finally told my mom what was happening to me, and I never saw those men again. As a teenager, I started connecting with boys, and I began a relationship with someone I really liked. Sadly, he put drugs into my drink, and this is how I lost my virginity. I went through many years of allowing men to take advantage of me before I met a man who I wanted to marry. We were engaged, and I became pregnant with twins. He was unfaithful to me, and I found myself on my own again. Thankfully, my mom was there to help me raise my kids. But one day, my mom got involved in a situation where she tried to help a person who was being assaulted. But as she was trying to help, the assaulter got into his truck and ran my mom over. She ended up in the hospital with very serious injuries. A short time after this, we found out my mom's cancer had returned, and within three months, my mom had passed away. Before she died, my mom asked me to promise that I would forgive the man who ran her over. I wanted nothing to do with forgiving him or anyone else. I was so angry, and I started doing drugs to numb the pain. I was injecting cocaine, crystal meth, and opioids. I ended up on life support, and my sister stepped in to gain custody of my twins. I was released from the hospital and started seeing another man who was very abusive, leaving me in such severe injuries I almost died. I was on many painkillers and started abusing them and other substances even more than before. I was again hospitalized where I fell into a coma, put on life support with two collapsed lungs, but when I woke up, my sister who had custody of my twins was right there beside me. I was sure she hated me for all the terrible things I had done, but she was the one there waiting for me to wake up. When I got out of the hospital, I went to live with another sister and she helped care for me. One day I was walking home 
and a young woman asked me if I would like a ride. I got into her car, and she asked me about my life. She really seemed to listen to what I was telling her. She told me she was a Christian and asked if I would go to church with her. I went with her, and I felt so welcomed, loved, and accepted. After some time had passed, I decided to move to Oshawa to live with my brother. I was able to stay clean for a little over a year, and then I invited a friend to stay with me so he could get clean also. We started dating and began using together. We decided we wanted to get married, and this is when I realized I was pregnant. So we stopped our drug use and got married. We had our son, but as time went by, drugs became a part of our daily lives. And we were unable to care for our son. Once again, my sister had to step in and become the mother I could not be. I went harder into my addiction than ever before. Now I was using heroin, fentanyl, and crystal meth. This was my rock bottom, and I could not live like this anymore. I was ready to take my life. When it felt like someone had said to me, you have a family that needs you, go home. So I went home and I called my church and I asked for help. They had been telling me about Teen Challenge for many years and I told them I was now ready to go. On October 27th, 2022, I entered the doors of Teen Challenge. Since coming into the program, I have learned that Jesus loves me and he gave his life for me. I know that I can trust him because he is my true father and he loves me. God is teaching me the power of forgiveness and I am now able to forgive the man who ran my mom over. A passage that encourages me is Colossians 3:12 to 15. Since God chose you to be his holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love that binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. And I am thankful by God's grace. I am standing here in front of you today. Thank you. Our Teen Challenge program is tough, and uh, it, is, it, is, it is pretty difficult. And uh, I can say that because it was just a little over five years ago that I went through the doors of Teen Challenge. And uh, I never would have imagined that my life could go down the path that it did, but there I was, a full-blown addict. And I asked myself, how did this happen? And although I will never know for sure, um, I can look back and see some events that happened in my life that could have been contributing factors in my making such poor decisions as a teenager and young adult. Uh, for instance, my parents were divorced when I was young. I was rejected by my dad. I was bullied in school. I was sexually assaulted on an ongoing basis as a young child. I had my son at the young age of 16, which is very tough, 
And I was involved in a very traumatic uh, fatal car accident in which the other driver died. Looking back, I can definitely see some trauma, um, some guilt um, that uh, was unresolved and uh, carried on through to my adult life. And uh, the biggest part of that was that I didn't know the Lord, so I had nowhere to bring my pain, my shame, my guilt. Um, and so looking back, I can definitely say that that was probably the biggest thing. And uh, I did not talk about how I was feeling. I did not go to counseling. I just pretended I was okay, but I was far from okay. Um, I did my best to convince everyone around me and myself that I could that I was good, but um, I looked for comfort in all of the wrong things, like men, partying, drinking, drugs, and it wasn't long before I was consumed by addiction. My life became unrecognizable as I sank further and further into this pit of darkness. I attempted countless times to get clean, but every time ended in relapse and despair. I'd actually given up all hope of ever getting clean. But fortunately, my family never did give up on me, and so for their sake, I agreed to attend one last treatment center, and that was Teen Challenge. Upon my arrival, I was less than 100 pounds and so malnourished that I could barely walk. My arms and my hands were raw and swollen from using needles all day, every day. I'd been infected with hepatitis C, I had lesions covering my skin, and multiple drug-induced overdoses um, had severely impacted my brain function to the point that I could not even carry a basic conversation. Some, well most, would have thought that I was beyond repair, but we know that what seems impossible to man is possible with God. And through the Teen Challenge program, God completely healed my mind, my body, and my spirit. Praise him. And to top it off, uh, my, the Lord used the transformation that occurred within me uh, to uh, speak to my family in a way that nothing else could have. God was so far off our radar and uh, just wasn't even something we thought about. Um, but seeing that complete transformation from darkness to light and um, from evil to such goodness and uh, it encouraged them and motivated them to also give up their addictions and surrender their lives to Christ. Uh, my mom was an alcoholic, my son was a pothead, my brothers were heroin addicts, uh, addiction ran deep in my family. And so it is just so amazing to see the power of Christ set whole families free and the uh, ripple effect that uh, one life changed can have is, is just endless, just as the ripple effect that darkness can have the ripple effect that God's saving grace can have is much more powerful. And so, um, although every day is not easy, uh, I do know that uh, whatever I face, that I will get through because I have Jesus on my side. And uh, that is, just brings so much peace in my life. Um, and I'm so blessed for that. Um, however, I do know that without the Teen Challenge program, without the Teen Challenge ministry, that I do not believe I would be standing here today. I would not be alive. Um, you know, addiction is stealing 22 deaths, accidental deaths each and every day due to overdose in Canada, and nine in Ontario each and every day. 
and I definitely would have been one of those. So before I close, I would ask that you, um, I would boldly ask that you would prayerfully consider partnering with us um, at Teen Challenge, uh, whether that is a one-time gift or by joining the Journey Community Program. The Journey Community provides stability for us to continue the transformational work that we do, and every 10, 20, 40, $100 or more a month has a lasting impact on those that we serve. As you, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we do not receive any support from the government. Um, uh, every woman that comes to our doors is never turned away, and it is through the partnerships of churches and of individuals like yourself that come alongside us and believe in our mission that enables us to continue to transform lives. And um, so, the reality is that our ministry just would not exist without the generosity of um, people like yourselves. And so we want to ensure that each person that is seeking hope, seeking a new chance at life, freedom, um, can be given the same opportunity that I have been given, that these ladies have been given. And so if you feel that this is something that the Lord is laying on your heart, um, that you want to be a part of, um, you'll see that there is a QR code on the screen. Uh, you've also received some brochures on your way in, which uh, gives you the opportunity to register as a monthly supporter or to give a one-time gift. I know Pastor Matthew mentioned that you guys are uh, lovers of the e-transfer, so um, if you wanted to do that, then uh, and just make a note that it is for Teen Challenge, that would be so great as well. And uh, yeah, I just would like to come talk to us at the table, please, uh, whether you have questions, uh, whether you know someone that is in need of recovery and you need some more um, answers, uh, or if you just want have any questions for the ladies or myself, we'd be happy to answer any of those. And uh, I'm excited to have lunch with you all, and uh, uh, that'll be such a blessing. But uh, in the meantime, thank you for having us here. Thank you, Pastor Matthew. And uh, we are just uh, so grateful that you shared your time uh, by helping us to spread awareness, to spread hope. And uh, lastly, finally, I would just ask that you pray for us. Uh, our, our ministry was founded through prayer and exists because of prayer. And so please pray for our staff, for our needs, for the ladies in our program, uh, for the director who is here with us today, Jennifer. Hey, if you just want to put up your hands. She's an amazing, yeah. She runs the center like like a dream. So, and um, also Frank and Ashley here today. Uh, they stepped in for our choir director, and so last minute. So please bless them. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you guys truly make a difference. Thank you. I'll give it back over to you, Pastor. Thank you so much. Thank you.